Hello good people and welcome to episode 6 of season 8 yes. of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Yeah, we, it took us a little while but we yeah. figured it out. Yeah. But we, we did it off air but now we're talking about it on air anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's never well, the same when you're on air. No. Uh, we meant well. So, this is the Brunswick Beer Collective. I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Jeffrey Chi. Evening. And Paul Christoph. Hello. And this week is... Well, okay, so you you guys remember uh, a couple of weeks ago we did... Okay, a little more than a couple. We did our entire episode devoted to the west of Melbourne. And that was um, based on a makeshift pub crawl that um, kind of started in Footscray and ended in Footscray. Yeah, or, or Seddon. Or, 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 or make, makeshift even. Yeah. yeah I, like I, makeshift. I, that makeshift we sounds cool. We should, if we'd made a <laughs> ship during yeah. the pub crawl, that would have been amazing. Maybe well, the next know. one. Well, we could do a we could do a pub crawl by ship, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That'd be well with the Yarra, Yarra River. Yeah, crawl. that's right. You know, we'll just the, well, you guys have boated down the Yarra mm-hmm. in like inflatable rafts before. But own boats. You own boats. Yeah, we own boats. We, are, we can. We are boat owners. Do that. Shit. That that's actually. I don't know how you'd get away with that. All right, we need to think that through. Ask for permission. Don't yeah. ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. So, as I say, we did the east episode. Sorry, the west episode. Now. Let's talk about the East. Yeah. Because on um, you guys did more of it than I did, um, but you guys went to... Uh, well, it was called the Hoare Athlon, which was basically Hawthorne, which is in the East of Melbourne. But... Uh, so you guys did pretty much found every single craft beer place in that entire area? Well, and non-craft beer places too. <laughs> mm. And we found craft beer places that were not on the list. Well, at least one. That, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll mm-hmm. get to that. Well, two. But- Two. What was the? We'll get to that as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's right. We did craft beer, non-craft beer. I mean, as, as Paul and I were talking about when we were there at the start, and you weren't. Mm. Um, there are a lot of cool bars in the Hawthorne Campbell area, but a lot of them are more like wine focused, and mm. so yeah, tapas bars and things. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, it was. It's it been something we've been to for ages. So when we, in a in a sort of a slightly drunken haze after the previous episode, mm. we decided yes, we will do it next weekend. <laughs> Off we go. But, and yeah, and I suppose look, the one thing that I think um, um someone said when that they were um, organising it was essentially because there were only like six pubs on the list or something, um, because that was all we could find. Yeah, well, find that looked like it was worth going to, mm. based on our. What you, you know, our criteria? Yeah, you mean not the um, uh, place that had five dollar pints of Great Great Northern? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much um, yeah the sort of thing that, mm. that that's what we call a deal breaker. Yeah, so we yeah. just go yeah. I mean, they were five and, bucks. So. Yeah, I mean five dollar pints. I mean, if your objective is to get, yeah. if your only objective is to get super hammered, then you should put that place on the list. But then you don't need to pop crawl. You just go there. And you stay yeah. there. Problem solved. You can still crawl if you want, yeah. but you probably need to by the end. Right. I forget. Is a is a Great Northern mid strength? I know I've seen it at the footy. That's all. Standard lager, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think it's like you know in the mid fours. I know it's Carlton. I think it's Carlton. Yeah, must be Carlton. So, all right. So let's let's talk Hawthorne. Where did you guys start? We started Nevermind Bar, but which, which is um is it based on the um? Well, I think loosely has a nineties. Theme about it supposedly. I was reading, but it didn't seem like it was a particularly anything nineties about it. No, but um, it was it was kind of pretty like sort of you know dive bar-y though, like yeah. in, in feel, which is I guess makes it a bit different from a lot of other places in that area because everything there tends to be trying to be a bit you know classier mm. and a bit you know less yeah. like stuff up here basically. Right. But there was no um, there was no craft beer there. 
What? Those um, sort of little, little creatures. Okay. But um, they had an interesting looking um, spirit selection though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, food wise, the website said barbecue, but it's, it's Philly, uh, Sparrows Philly cheesesteaks, which was um, did the trick. Holy crap, Sparrows are somewhere else as yeah, well. Yeah, wasn't what we were expecting, but uh, did the mm. trick. Haven't had a cheesesteak for a while. Yeah, I do tend to find that, um, you know, because obviously we're at the Ale House right now and the Ale House tends to be that place that, you know, we had cheesesteaks pretty much every week when they had the kitchen here. And then we all sort of said, we never, ever want to have Philly cheesesteaks again. I don't think we... Well, at least I didn't say that. I think what was needed, though, like, we basically needed a break from Mm, each other. Like, mm. us and Sparrows (laughs) needed a break from each other for a while. And it was was quite good, actually. Cheesesteaks are not a once or twice a Mm. week food. No, that's right. right. They're sometimes food. Once or twice a month. But if that, yeah. yeah. Maybe like once a month or once every couple of months. Yeah. And it is true that when you have them now, you're like, it's like seeing an old friend. Yeah, that's right. And they had like some sort of five chili hot sauce, Mm -hmm. which was, which was pretty good. I enjoyed that. It was, yeah. So yeah, not a bar for um, people looking for craft beer, but a really cool bar. I think definitely Mm -hmm. we, just because of the way the timings and distances worked out, we started there. It's probably the kind of place you'd want to go to later on. Mm Mm-hmm. In the evening, when when they've got some live music going and mm, a good place know, to end, cool little mm. zones and stuff. Yeah, really cool bar. I'd like to go back there again. And obviously, nineties themed, kind of, sort of. Yeah, we didn't really sort of yeah. figure out what the nineties sort of right. elements yeah. were right. there. Maybe, maybe they just needed a name. Or maybe they play lots of nineties music later in the night. Hmm, possibly. Who knows? Possibly. Right. So, what was next? Beer Deluxe. Beer Deluxe Hawthorne, so basically as pretty much as you would expect any Beer Deluxe mm. location, except, no, no except, no, it was basically <laughs> like any other, I, th- I thought I had an except, I don't, no, it was, yeah, it was good, it was good, we... Well, well it feels more like a, I guess I've only been to the uh, Fed Square one. Yeah, yeah, same. So it feels a lot more like a pub. Sure. Than a yeah. mm. well, newish thing, it feels like, well, it was an older, I believe we were told it was an Undertaker. Undertaker's. Yeah. And then it was a bar called, pub called The Undertaker for a long time. And <laughs> that named after the wrestler. Yeah, but it feels, yeah. yeah. But it feels like, a, like an actual pub, which is pretty cool. And yeah, it's a very well, different different atmosphere to the... Well, okay, although there, there's like, there's a Peter Lux in Wagga Wagga or something, isn't there? Yeah. But I wonder, because again, I've only ever been to the Fed Square one as well. And you sort of assume that because uh, it's such a unique beast, it feels like, just in itself, because of its location and things like that, you wonder how you could top it in, say, somewhere like Hawthorne. But clearly they don't. No, there's less beers. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. there's fewer fridges. Um, so there's only one sort of set of fridges off mm. to the side and a few fridges behind the bar. Um, you know, the staff were quite knowledgeable. Like, I, I asked them mm. not, not like, I just genuinely had a question. I wasn't, like, testing them or anything like that. I just like, asked a couple of questions. They gave perfectly sensible answers. Um, yeah, the tap selection was, was decent it without was being exceptional. A few, um, few Gabs beers. Yeah, that's right. Which was good. Right. I'm, always, I'm always happy when you start seeing the Gabs beers just creeping out to the rest of the pubs. And we had... TVs with a uh, contrast and colour levels set to <laughs> emulate 1980s yeah. uh, broadcast. Like basically like a sepia filter <laughs> across everything. It was like super weird. So the footy game was on. I'm like, oh, yeah, the game started. And I, I feel like that would have been better. Never mind. One of the, one of the people with us was like, oh, is this, is this a live game? I thought this was like a throwback game. Yeah, I had, the same, I had exactly the same response. I was like, oh, this must be like, you know, the 1986 <laughs> final series or something like that. What's going on? And we had the um, we also had the latest um, Rogue Voodoo Donut, which is oh, a yeah, uh, great ah, flavoured one. I saw one. a photo somewhere of that. Um, good, bad. Well, well, I liked it, but I like fake grape flavour. So, <laughs> basically, if you like that flavour, you will like it. If you don't, you won't. Is it like you know grape lolly that sort of yeah. thing? 
Yeah, great Fanta. Or great bubblegum. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was was pretty good. I liked it. So, what happened after Beer Deluxe? Then that's when we detoured to our first not on the list venue. Yes, side quest. Small Patch Wine Bar. Okay, what was it? Small Patch. Which is something that, um, not sure if I've said it on here, but I've definitely mentioned it before to you guys, is that a lot of the wine bars, I've been really impressed by the beer selection. Mm, mm. So well, you've is, talked about this, yeah. yeah. And this was another example. We um, So we were told that, oh, actually, these guys have a really good beer selection. So, okay, we'll go in. It's, it's pretty much next door, two doors up, mm, never mind. Mm. Um, went in there and, yeah, they've got you know, shelves full of beers, fridges full of beers, um, really, you know, some interesting stuff. The wines look really good as well. We know, well, all the it was all written, little descriptions. Yeah, were written like on all the labels. tags and on the beers mm. as well. So you had like, you know, yeah, it was so kind of like JB Hi-Fi. Yes, yeah. kind of like JB Hi-Fi. That's actually a good actually, a good description. But they weren't like you know official descriptions. Yeah, they were kind of like this is what you know staff mm. think and that but, sort of thing. So that was um, that was really cool. I really like that place. But that's kind of cool. It's a shame that it, I don't know why it didn't come out on more searches for craft beer in Hawthorne because it should. Yep, absolutely. But is that just a matter of SEO or is it like they, they just don't even think of themselves as craft beer? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they primarily think of themselves as mm. a wine bar that happens to sell like you know craft beer. I mean, mm. like you know the Brunswick East Wine Store. Like, oh, it's in, of course, it's in yeah. the name. But yeah. they actually have a pretty good craft beer. So, like, mm. in fact, mm. that's probably the the equivalent. Like, they're, they're yeah. sort of pretty similar mm. in st- style, structure. Mm. You know, they both do, like, light sort of snacking food and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Nice. So, what happened next? Uh, we tried to go to the Kilburn, <laughs> but the Kilburn was... was not open yet, despite what it said on their website. Yes. Oh, that's always rude. So, we went across the road to Holy Moly, which... Um, and, <laughs> and, which, for and, some reason, Untapped. Hello, our friends at Untapped. <laughs> um, <laughs> Untapped has it categorised as an Australian restaurant. Oh, really? <laughs> it's an American-themed sports bar. So, um, I so believe it's the venue that categorizes themselves. And not, so to, be con- so. and not to be confused with But wasn't it a the... club before that? Yeah, so, so the backstory is that um, <laughs> Holy Moly, back in the day, so it's right mm. next to Hawthorne Station, used to be this bar called Cheers, where I think it's on a Thursday night, you'd do Toss the Boss, so basically you'd order your drinks, you'd oh. toss the coin, and if you got it right, your round was free. So there's a thing where there's basically yeah. no downside to you, right? You either pay what you were supposed mm. to pay, or you pay zero. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I was talking to a friend about this the other night, and basically if you can remember being at Cheers, you were not there. <laughs> basically meant you weren't actually there you were somewhere else or something well how often did the boss lose uh, yeah, about I, I 50% mean, of the time yeah about <laughs> half the time I guess um, it's, a, it's not a double headed coin or something <laughs> no no it's not like uh, the dark knight yeah mm-hmm. that's right no so I mean again not really a craft beer that's some colonial stuff that was yeah. decent that's some sample stuff as well. so actually they had some perfectly drinkable craft mm. beers there yeah lots of like sports yeah. paraphernalia Big poster of Michael Jordan, like yep. telling kids why it's cool to read. Decent what, espresso martini. What, was it Michael Jordan, as in um, Space Jam? Michael Jordan. Yeah, old old era. Yeah. Michael Jordan. No, not crying Michael. Not Jordan. crying Jordan. Or, no. <laughs> so many memes. But yeah, but that was um pretty cool. That standard sort of sports bar mm. fit out, but mm. yeah, good place to go and watch the game, so to speak. Yeah, we watched uh, Richmond disappoint us all by you know blowing mm. a lead that they'd held for the entire game and then going down to Sydney. Yep, should never tip them. Yep, poor Richard. But you know, our mistake. Shame well, on us. Well, I, I think I got the, I got the um, train over there with. Um, there were loads of Richmond supporters on there. This looked really, really sad. Mm, they would have yeah. been sad. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just like incredibly sort of just standing around wondering what the hell to do with their lives. Mm, mm. Yeah. 
I think they were also support drunk. a different team. I guess. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. always a good good option. I can't talk, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what what next? So then we Did went. Did actually we, get to the kill? Then bit? we went to the kill. Yes, bit. which was awesome. That was one of my favorite venues. Yeah, super cool. Mm. Like they just had the, an amazing whiskey selection mm. there. Like because because I'd just been to Scotland mm. recently, mm. they had all these like rare whiskeys, and so you know, yeah, I was loving it. It was so good. Yeah, really good beers too. Right. Yeah. What was? I mean, are we getting to that point where, you know, was uh, what was there? An, uh, did they have like a tap contract, or was it essentially just like just nothing but bottles? Or um... no, they had some. I mean, they had Fury on Sons on taps. They, they mm. had some independent taps. Um. Yeah, it was even just really cool. Very different, I guess, than a lot of the sort of places mm. we tend to frequent. More, you know, nice like plush couches mm. and very spacious and high doesn't, ceilings and doesn't sound like a dive at all. All that sort of thing. It was very, very nice, very swish. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty representative of the types mm. of pubs and bars that you sort of get yeah. in, in mm. like mm. if you go to like you know the G Bung or the Hawthorne or something like that, you'll yeah. get that sort of general vibe yeah. about it. But yeah, no, the staff were awesome actually. Really, like, they really, really stuff. yeah, they're really new stuff, really friendly. Um, yeah, cool. We'll definitely go back there again for sure, for sure. And then was Farside. So then, there was no. the other the second yeah. place that wasn't on the list. <laughs> then we found Amber Craft Beer. So we're walking down the road towards Farside Beers, and we see this sign that says Amber Craft Beer and lit up, and we're like, "This but, is not on the list, is it?" <laughs> no. Uh, but the, we should go. Like, it'd be stupid not go. Though it's very, it's almost a literal thing of like, uh, then I saw, I saw in the distance, I saw a sign. Yeah. Literally a sign. Yeah, I mean that is that is a failing of SEO mm. or something. If a place called Amber Craft Beer doesn't show up on a search for craft beer in that area, like yeah. that's, that, that's that's quite ridiculous. <laughs> and it's not new from what I've been led to believe either. So, right. so yeah. maybe they like to keep it. Maybe they like to keep it. You know, well it is Camberwell. Down. Is it Camberwell at that point, or was it Hawthorne at that point? I don't know. Where is the border? I don't yeah, know. It's still Hawthorne, right? Probably. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, it was somewhere on the way. Is, is it like the Footscray Seddon thing where you don't really know when you cross that line? Yeah. Maybe nev- there never was a line? Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, all right, so... That was pretty cool. Yeah, it had like sort of, um, again, so like you're mm-hmm. kind of dive-ish sort of bar. Well, not really dive really bar, but, dive like, just... but like more like just like cool sort of bar kind of stuff. They had mm. a room out the back with like darts and, um, and a pool table and they had... <laughs> Very strategically placed dartboard. <laughs> what? So it's, well, it's right near the um, entrance to the Yeah, side that's of. right. So, so, so there, there's no avoiding. So there's no... Oh. You Basically, mm. there's no way to tell if you're going to get possibly hit by darts until you're already in the position <laughs> where you will be hit by a dart. <laughs> you probably want, they probably want to move that to the right by you know, a metre or two. Or put it on the other side of the room. Like, <laughs> put it on the other it. side. Invert it. So like people, have, they're all standing near the Yeah, room. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure it seemed like a good, good idea at the time. Maybe, kind of. No? I find it hard to conceive how it could have seemed like... But anyway, yeah. the venue itself is a very good idea, right? <laughs> so we had the praline there, which is one of my favourite um, yeah. sort of... As in the Lasserine? The Lasserine, one yep. of my favourite kind of brown ale style beers. I should have, I should have written that down when someone when, when Froth asked, what is your favourite brown ale? Like, I just snap answered <laughs> yeah. Rogue Hazelnut Brown, which is still correct. Mm. But there are all these other beers that I didn't even think of at the time because I was just... The Bad Shepherd, mm-hmm. Hazelnut yep. Brown. But... I, I admit that when I saw that um, collect from Froth, I was like, I, I immediately thought of like the Gage Roads um, brand now because I'd just seen it recently. But sure. other than that, I was sort of like, Jesus, I mean... I don't Have drink- I had any brown ales ever? Yeah, exa- I don't okay. drink that many brown ales. So it was suddenly like, 
Oh shit, love brand mm. What am I missing? Like the Some gra- suggested Newcastle brand, which was interesting. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, mm. like the Growler was one of my favorite beers back when yeah. I was first getting into craft beer. I used to love the Growler, I used to drink it all the time. Amazing. But yeah, mm. Lacerine, amazing. Mm. Actually, at Beer Deluxe, so that was one of the beers I had, was the um, sour, like a soured Imperial Sour Imperial Praline. It was, I'd never seen that anywhere, and mm. it was really unusual. I really liked it, but it was, yeah, a brown ale that was sour. It was just yeah. very, mm. very unique. I'm, I'm pretty glad it's I wasn't, th- that for a change, I wasn't hungover at the start <laughs> of this thing, because that would have been a really challenging beer to have, like, super early on. Would've yeah. Been, yeah, that would have been, been really rough, but... <laughs> Because I was in a good state of mind, I really enjoyed the beer. Because they're really good. Mm, they're good. All right. Uh, next was Farside beers. Yes. 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 Now I was I wasn't there for the first time, but I was there for the second time we went there. Yeah, very rare that we go to a venue twice yeah. on a pub crawl, mm. but we really enjoyed it that much. That place was cool. Well, that was the Spotify what, Ultimate Eighties. Yeah, that's right. That that was good. That and it was good. It was good to see like. They had a lot of good local beers there, but they also had, you know, they had like um, the butcher from co-conspirators everywhere, and that was just—it was nice to see it there. Yeah, it was the one that was in the fridge. Mm. The Odyssey stuff—you mm. don't see them on tap too often. Yep, no. it's cool yep. to see the Jersey Air Caramel, yeah. one of the, my favorite Gabs beers. Mm. Yep, hello really cool to our friends at both of those breweries. Mm. Um, and what was also impressive was in their U.S. selection, we noticed the uh, their Sierra Nevada. Yeah, the, yeah. The, their mm. IPAs were only sort of two months from the production date. Yep, so they got it over to like get them super mm, fresh. To get it that fresh in Australia is mm. something we've talked about where you see these amazing yeah. IPAs from America and then you look at the date and they're six months, you know, 12 <laughs> months past production, which kind of defies the point of having a nice West Coast IPA. When you see one that's fresh like that, it's, um, yeah, good. And they had like the, the Tropical Torpedo. Tropical and they Torpedo. Had, and they had, what was the other one? Mm. The... There were at least two in the fridge mm. that we sort of moved from the shelf to the fridge so they'd be cold by the time we went and paid for them. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, that was the uh, that was our thing, wasn't it? Yeah, we knew the... we were going to come back. So we got all the beers off the shelf that we wanted, put them in the fridge, <laughs> completed the pub crawl, and then came back. And... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, genius. That, that was genius. Yeah. So smart. We did tell them. We're, like, we're coming back. Don't move those beers out of the fridge. <laughs> so, yeah, because then it was... East of everything. East of everything. Which was what... I mean, I that was when I actually arrived and... Uh, aside from the fact that um, pretty much uh, when I when I was walking walking over to it there were people like there, there was a couple that was sort of wandering around at the front trying to work out whether they'd fan the place or not yeah. and, and the only way you could tell was there was a tiny sign that said Bar Num and I knew there was like oh Bar Num is below so that means this everything must be above but other than that and eventually I saw that couple come in about five minutes after I came in so clearly they'd probably walk down the road and back again yeah, so that's not an SEO issue. That's like just yeah. a bit of a signage issue. Yeah, I think you know if you're a venue, it's one of those things they're probably trying to do on purpose, isn't it? Mm. Maybe trying but, to be cool. But I think that you know, I mean, if you're, I mean, the the classic example of no no labelling, hard to find is Eau de Vie in the city, mm, yeah. right? The down down a nondescript laneway, brown door, absolutely no markings mm, at mm. all. But you know, they're like a tiny little whiskey cocktail bar and yeah they probably they probably are trying to do that these guys and they're in the cbd yeah and they have a reputation as mm. being one that's of the right. best cocktail yeah. bars in the country yeah and not a yeah. small bar mm. in a suburb that's yeah. right whereas i think these guys I, if i was them i would want a bit more signage out the front but you know whatever yeah. they don't need to be at the front just not yeah. so people poke in they say yeah sort of bar none the arrow mm. pointing down yeah. and then a little east of everything yeah. sign yeah. pointing up it's um, kind of like um, Back Alley Sally's, wasn't it? Yeah. You, know, you kind of go in and you go up the side and up the stairs. Mm, yep. and 
But it was cool. The food yeah. was good. Food was really good. They had some tacos, some po' boys. And they had the Hop Nation... What was it? The oh, Hop Nation? Cats. Yeah, the mac and cheese croquettes, mac and cheese croquettes. Were amazing. They're like bricks. Oh, yeah. They're so dense and big, and they're amazing. Yep. The mango milkshake by Hop Nation is That's what we had there. Nice. And that was really cool. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have that. Oh. I had whatever you got me. Uh, it was the um, it came in a very small glass. I'm guessing it was quite alcoholic. It was must that, have been punch. I think it was like oh, some that's imperial. The Kiru. The Kiru? Uh, the oh yeah, the Kiru. Yeah. yeah. The black ruby is what it that's was. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That was delicious. Mm, one of my really favourite New Zealand breweries. I wish we'd see, wish we could find more of their stuff here. Yes. So that was. I mean, obviously we tried to get to um, Barnon as well, except that was crammed. It was, it was yeah. absolutely crammed. So yeah, it was like a forty-five minute wait for a table. Yeah, so it we just didn't like yeah. We it did look on. cool. Yeah, like, it'd be a place where I guess it sounded like you could book though. Mm. It's yeah, like it's the kind of place time. that you want if you want to go with a group yeah. of friends. Just make an effort out. to book because it did look like a very cool venue. Mm. So all right, let's just wheel this back around because we've talked about this for a while. Um, well, all right. Uh, one of the things I suppose that kind of blew me away about going going there was the fact that I could get from the city to the the city to uh, basically Camberwell in 17 minutes on the train. But I don't know whether that was because I just basically found a train that actually was running on time. I think that's about right. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the super frustrating thing about living up this way is that it just takes an inordinately long amount of time mm-hmm. to get into the city. Like it's it's yeah. basically it's a 35 minute trip for to cover five kilometres, which is crazy. Yeah. But it's a bit insane. Yeah, I mean, gosh, if there was a train here, mm. you'd be like four stops into the, and you'd be in the city. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. But, well, look, um, Victorian government, if you're listening. Metro Rail 2. <laughs> Metro Rail, Metro Rail 2. <laughs> and so on and so Some on. people will get what that. <laughs> so, I think that, that, covers, that about covers the East. I'm sure there are things we've missed, but... Um, oh, I, I don't we, know what they are. I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think from a yeah. beer drinker's point mm. of view, I think if you were going there with a wine focus, your um, venues would swap around a little bit. Mm. And, um, yeah, food focus, your venues would swap around a bit. So there's enough stuff there. Right. But I think there's not... There's enough things to... Like we did in one day, everything that's mm. worth doing from our point of view yeah, and what yeah. we like to do when we go out. Yeah. Like, there's not like, oh, yeah, we only knocked off half the things. Like, you could never do that in Fitzroy or, yeah. or something. No, it's true. And hence why there was only six venues on the original list. Yeah. But I think, no, I was happy after, yeah, five and a half years in Melbourne to actually finally <laughs> Get check you. out Hawthorne. Uh, it was about time it happened. Yeah, good work, East. And we are back. And what are we drinking? We are drinking the Dark Arts by Magic Rock, who are a UK-based brewery. They're from Huddersfield. Huddersfield? Huddersfield. I don't even know where that is. I know they have a rugby team. team. Yeah, they're definitely a football team as well. And some sort of magic. It's probably most UK towns do, but... (laughs) It seems important. Well, Well, when I first moved to the UK, that was based on my knowledge of stuff that wasn't, you know, like London or Manchester or Liverpool was, um... Football teams, mm. like ah, I know where this, I know where they are. They have, a, they have a team that has been in the Premier League at some stage in in recent years. Makes sense. So what is what is this beer? So it's a stout. Um, there's a description actually on a. It's stout. a real stout. Mm. Dark Arts blends full malts and bags of whole hops to deliver a decadently deep and indulgent experience. A luxuriously smooth mouth feel, mouth feel 
is followed by spicy hop notes and full flavours of chocolate, licorice, blackberries and figs. The finish is rich and satisfying with a lingering roasted bitterness. Our stout will convert you to the dark side. And that is an impressive, um, like, description on Untapped. Usually you don't really get down that Yeah. Point. No, that's right. Yeah, they've obviously, like, you know, they've got the whole... Um, everything, you know, the... The description. Logos. And the logos all, and everything. Yeah. Very good. Good work. Magic rock. All right. Uh, first impressions, people. It's, it's, a, it's a stout. <laughs> it's a stout. Um, Does it feel magic-y or dark artsy? It doesn't feel super magic-y. Um, it also doesn't feel like that sort of decadent. No. Yeah, like it's very it's, much a stout. Yeah, it's mm. not like a sort of... Um, like, if I read the description and then drank this, I'd be like... I mean, I dislike it, but it's mm. like, yeah, I mean, you might be overplaying, like, you know, the, the depths of this, uh, this thing a little bit, but, um, you know, that's all right. <laughs> it's a nice stout. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's nothing particularly complex. It's smooth. It is smooth. I'll give it that. It definitely does have, um, you know, the usual, you know, multi, chocolatey, mm. those usual things you associate with the stout. Yeah. Are all present there. Well, what are other people saying about this? Uh, right. Paul E. at Paulie. Unknown Place. Good stuff. Magic Rock Don't Disappoint. 4.25. Ina H. at Cafe Locker, which is in Trondheim, Norway. Wrote AU 3.75. Look, I can only and assume. That's not that like means... a Norwegian word. That's just that literally what he's written. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Like, I assume that kind of means that he's, you know, that, that, is, the, that is his equivalent of 3.75. Much like if he just wrote Kristoff, it would be a 3.5. Yeah, what's how, everyone knows that's how you say uh, 3.75 in Norwegian. Mm. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. What is the Norwegian word for 3.5? <laughs> All right, what else we got? Yeah, like no comments here. Um, a lot of no comments. I guess it's that thing you get when you get a beer that's been around for several mm. years. Uh, Kev M, loving this, loving this even though not a beer I would drink on a warm summer's evening. Quite chocolatey with a slight bitter aftertaste. Fabulous, 3.75. Mm. Um, out of curiosity, what is the ABV on this? Six. Uh, um, it needs more alcohol. Maybe that's it. Mo in Marrickville? Hmm? Oh, yeah, he's in Marrickville. He purchased it at Bucket Boys. A fresh stout. I get chocolate on the nose to start, but flavour-wise, I get a hint of licorice and berry. It's cleaner than a lot of stouts. 3.5. Hmm. That's, that's a good comment, actually. It is very clean. It's very safe. Yeah, well, there, there, there's quite a few yeah, comments along those lines. Of, um, oh, actually, no, here's one. Camille M, quite ordinary, flat in flavour, however refreshing. I expect from stouts to be firm and solid. This one's not. That's... I, I mean, he's kind of saying something similar to what I just said before, but in a sort of more negative than what I was saying. <laughs> I was just saying this is not as full-on yeah. as mm. full as I was expecting. He's sort of finding it quite weak or something. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, sorry, go no, say, uh, Joe M. Woody with a splash of spice on the finish. Good stout from Magic. 3.5. Purchased at Magnum Wine Shop. I, I agree with some of these things, but not with a lot of them. Um, um, what do we think, people? Uh, I, think it's a, I think it's a 3.5. It's, if you said to somebody that hadn't tried a stout mm-hmm. before, like, I need a stout, you'd say, well, this, this is this a model is, of all yeah, things This is a good stout. example of a stout. Yeah, it's a perfectly simple stout. Yeah. 
I agree. Three and a half is is the correct number, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll with that. Three and a half works. It's it's very very basic. Hmm. It doesn't really feel like the dark arts or magic for that matter. No. Or rock. Yeah. Or but that's rock. probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing it doesn't taste like rock. I'm pretty pretty glad about that. <laughs> Jip rock, on the other hand. Yeah. yeah. Quality Jib Rock. Quality. It's got to be quality. So it's 3.5. 3.5. Alrighty. And we are back and we're on to the next beer. And the next beer is one that, as it turns out, we've all had. Not me. Except Paul. <laughs> Everyone who matters has had it. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Fire Falcon by Little Creatures. So it's, mm. It must be a pretty recent release of theirs. Like, it's it's, it's a red ale, mm. so Chris... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right down your alley. It's yeah. a beer built with soul-pleasing qualities to enjoy on those sunny Australian winter days. It is neither sunny... It's definitely it's Australian, definitely winter. it's definitely winter. It's, but it's not sunny. Yeah. It was very sunny today, though. It was today. Day. It was a beautiful day. It was a pretty good weekend, actually. Yeah, because yeah. like, I, I, I organised to play golf today, and when I went out, it was yeah. like... I was talking to my friend I was playing with, and I said, you know, it's pretty good when you can play golf in the middle of mm, winter... Mm. And you get a day like this, an absolute cracker. It was awesome. To global warming. Yeah. yeah to climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it's a bad thing? Oh, wait, everyone. Everyone. Except, yeah. That's except not Uncle Donald. Well, no, except the people who, well, they're not, they, I think they accept that climate change is a bad thing. They just say it's not happening. Oh. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, that's an interesting statement. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Like, so I mean, if it was happening, that would be terrible, but it's actually not, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cold today, so... <laughs> so how, how can this be global warming, right? Screw you, hippies! Right. <laughs> the, the signature hop, Falcon's Flight, Falconer's Flight, provides aromas of citrus and pine. Six specialty malts deliver caramel, raisin, and subtle nuttiness in the finish. Okay. Well, I hope mm. I can taste the raisin, unlike the beer that I... The other bit, one of the other beers that I had at... Oh, yeah, the Raisin right. Kilts, the Wolf of the Willows. Which was disappointing, and I really... Though that's an awesome name, though. Yeah, so it did not taste much of raisin, and it was it's one of those beers. Mm. Tastes like a kilt. <laughs> tastes like kilts. It's one of those beers actually, where you know you're drinking it, and you're like, the only reason I'm drinking this is because I paid good money for a beer. Mm. Mm. I don't actually. It's like less than a three point five. I <laughs> don't particularly want to be drinking this, and mm. I feel like beer, which was just dis- which was unusual. And I'd heard a lot of people saying. You, you were saying that yeah, you I had weren't a, a fan of it and I had, else? I, During the week mm. when I was in Sydney, I was at Keg and Brew, your, um, mm. your favourite establishment yeah. for accommodation. Yes. And, um, the best hotel. The best town. secret accommodation That's in Sydney. That's right. And well, it's not secret. I mean, the place is called a hotel, but... Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had it there because, again, I ordered it because I went, you know, Wolf of the Willows, you know, they've, they've got a pretty good, they've mm. got a pretty good mm. rep, pretty good pedigree. Uh, it was a Gab's beer, which mm. I didn't have at Gab's. So I thought, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get on it. And it was just like this super... Just weird. Super mm. nothing, I think, is, is the... So yeah, really this weird is the, aftertaste. This yeah. is the Raisin Kilt by who? Wolf of the Willows. Wolf of the Willows. And, oh. and I generally like their beers quite a lot. Yeah, like their JSP mm. is good. Um, their, their other sort of core beers are pretty good. Yeah. But this was just... I mean, everyone has a rep. Yeah. Everyone has a miss occasionally. Mm. Like, you know, oh, yeah. we're not saying that they're a bad brewery or anything. No. So we did not that, enjoy that beer. So they put a lot of work into the name. Yeah, <laughs> they probably put. Hey, they probably I'm put sure a lot of work into But just some, the beer, sometimes so, yeah. these things just don't work, and it just didn't work in my opinion. Yeah. All right, let's go back to this beer. So this is a red ale, um, mm. which obviously makes me happy, though obviously we'd had it before. Except Paul, um, it's from Little Creatures. I like Little Creatures. They do good things, even if they are owned by it's, it's Nathan now, right? Lion. Um. Yes. No. Yes. It is Lion. That is correct. Because mm. they were bought by Lion before Lion was bought 
Oh, yeah. But, so, what are people saying about it? Um, it's a local boy. Well, I mean, to, to, the, to the sort of thing that you were alluding to mm-hmm. just before, I thought it was really nice at first, but then... And this is, sorry, this is Aaron at Warren Ponds. Uh, which is towards Geelong. It's in, or yeah, past it's the end of the line on, right. the, on the Geelong line. I thought it was really nice at first, but then I noticed the back end was somewhat watery and weak. I call that the macro effect, so I'm pretty sure that is Ooh. a direct reference to uh, the fact that they are owned by it, a so large that, brewery. That's an implication that um, this beer is a metaphor for the. I wonder if wonder if he would have uh, wonder if he would have noticed that if he would have noticed that if it wasn't a if it was the exact same beer, but it was not brewed by somebody owned by a big. Oh, yeah. It is it's, a good question. Yeah, it's it's quite a good philosophical question. Uh, it would be really interesting to see the average rating mm. of beers that have not changed mm. since, that, you know, purchasing. Yeah, of yeah. just breweries in general. Once mm. once breweries get bought, does the average rating of a beer go down, even <sighs> if it's not the same? And sometimes beers do change. Mm. But if a beer has not changed, will its average rating go down on untapped after it gets after the brewery gets purchased? I'm going to suggest yes. I'm I'm yeah. almost certain it does because yeah. you know because I mean, and I'm not I'm speaking from uh, from the point of view of being a wanker mm. myself. I'm um, so the people <laughs> wankers about this sort of stuff, right? So, um, but I know their pain. Yeah, it's like you know, I'm not a wanker about this. I'm a wanker about mm. other stuff though. So I get it. I get it. It's fine. It's fine. Like you, you got to pick. You got to pick what you're gonna be stupid about and be stupid about. It's not a problem. Mm. But um, so, uh, Kristen G at River Hills. Just what I needed hunkered over the barbecue against the wind. Four. Mm. Four out of five. Small Batch Bruco at Small Batch Bruco. <laughs> it's mm. very meta. Mm, yeah, but no. 2.25. Wow. Mm. Polarizing. And then Hop, Hop in M also commented. Exactly my feeling. Yeah, but no. Mm. Nick C. Little Creatures Seasonals never failed to impress. This is no different. Stunning Red Ale. 4.5. Ooh. Timothy C. at Dagalish Train Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, three point seven five. No wait, comment. Wait. Actually, at a train station. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's that. That's in Perth. Oh, that train station. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know what to drink there. <laughs> Look, he must, must have been drinking tea. Yeah, so exactly. he was drinking tea. Yes. It's like this red tea. Tea, red tea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tastes like rooibos. Um, Mr. B at Maruka Links, a golf course, I guess. Mm. Uh, hoppy red, yes. It doesn't have much oomph like I was hoping for, but likable enough for me to say, chur, three yeah. and a half. That's a very fair mm. yeah. and reasonable description of this beer, yeah. actually. It's a sort of, uh, it's almost the exact description I would have written, you know, if I had yeah. time to write it. Will B, location undisclosed. He's got it in the bottle there. Um, little creatures have done it again. Tremendous red amber ale. Super hoppy. Great aftertaste. Long. Refreshing with excellent carbonation. 4.25. Mm. All right, give me one more. Um, come on. No. Okay, Martin M. Not enough of anything. Okay, but failed to deliver. 2.75. Yeah. That is such a harsh but rating. The man is drinking it in a plastic yeah. cup, though, like this picture. <laughs> yeah, and he's got. He's also, it looks like his mate's drinking a... Well, it's a Heineken it's cup. A, it's a plastic Heineken cup, so... Hmm. Yeah, well, we've also got Charlie M. He said a similar thing at the Beach Club Colliery. Not that red and not that happy, just kind of boring, 2.75. It is an interesting mm. thing, isn't it? So we've literally got within a few comments of each other, people saying that's super hoppy and not hoppy at all. Mm. Like, it's the thing is, it's people's taste buds, yeah. is it the vessel, is it drinking it out of a plastic cup, is it drinking it out of a glass bottle, is it having it on tap, is it having yeah. it on when it's fresh as opposed to... So many things, isn't it? I mean, it? it's only 38 IBU, so it's not, mm. me- it's mm. not a super hoppy beer. Like, you could... Like, 
No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not an IPA. No, that's right. It's, it's it's a red ale. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be hoppy. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is perfectly acceptable. Basically, that's sort of mm. my my kind of take on this beer. Um, I I think perfectly acceptable is an oddly accurate remark. Yeah. Um, it's it does what a red ale is supposed to do. It's not. Yeah. It's pretty inoffensive. Um, that's right. It doesn't have the weird um, caramel aftertaste, uh, which I don't necessarily like. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's fine. Yeah, this is fine. So interestingly, <laughs> my comment is um, I'm giving it 3.75. Mm. The reason I'm giving it just one notch above the Kristoff scale is because it has that nice uh, caramel toffee aftertaste that I really like. I wasn't really tasting it. Yeah, I found it very just after what we were discussing, and you're like, doesn't have that at all, and I'm like, I can so taste that. So this just is the exact same beer. So this is the mystery beer that we expected the previous beer to be. Yeah. But massive. Yeah, perfectly acceptable. And it gets the extra point two five because of the thing that you, you say <laughs> isn't there. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I think I think this is yeah. Yeah, I think this is just a, a perfectly sort of standard three and a half beer for me. I'm yeah I'm, I don't I'm not getting what you're getting out of it. Mm. But yeah, so this is the mm. thing. Like you know, each yeah. individual taste yeah. is different, and yeah, which, which is fine. Uh, I'm going three point five as well. I think um, good work, little creatures, for making a strangely divisive beer. Um, I don't yeah. know how you managed it. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I, I I think that getting bought by Lion is how they managed it. I don't think it's like you know. <laughs> yeah. that, I think the beer is actually. We are collectively right. Mm. Like you know, around three and a mm. half, yeah. seven if, five if this, is is the right answer. If this exact. Mm. If this exact beer, I would say, was brewed by somebody that was small and independent. I was about to say a lot of those yeah. sub three ratings would be th- higher than three. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Guaranteed. Yeah. Absolutely. So if uh, say. Well, Moondog would never this make this. Pirate life. This is a pirate yeah. life. In one of those yes. cans, fancy mm. new cans. Yep. I've seen those cans before. People would be... Um, yeah, if this is the Pirate Life Red Ale, it, <laughs> it would... In fact, actually, it might go the other way. Like, you may get, like, massively high ratings. No, not that Pirate Life don't, uh, don't make mm. excellent mm. beers, but everybody is really high on Pirate Life yeah. at the moment. Mm. So. Mm. Um, All right. On that note, so... Next week, we've got a really special episode, which we're going to be drinking beers from Vietnam. Oh, uh, yes. That's they, right. Two beers. They both, well, technically uh, three beers. <laughs> two of them are the same. So that's being uh, salad. One of them is being salad away for a later date, but two of them. Yeah, they made a the journey back. Didn't we'll get, get drunk destroyed. next week. So yeah, Looking forward to it. So tune in next week, people. In the meantime, we've been the Brands of Beer Collective. I've been Chris Shorten. We've been been Jeffrey Chi. Good night. And Paul Christoph. I'm going inside. It's cold. And we'll talk to you all next week.